ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There is something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills. That draws us to At this time, we want to have some testimony. Sit down. So, let's welcome our brother Edward to give us a testimony. Keep clapping, keep clapping. Keep on clapping. At the back, I can see your hands not moving. Be impressed. Thank you. Amen. Amen. So my testimony is about an exam I wrote back in March. And um, before before the exam, while I was in school, I never liked past questions because I felt like if I solve the past questions and I don't do well, then it's like a dent to my confidence. I didn't like past questions. But when I joined the church... Bishop always said that we should study past questions. So for this exam, I mean ACC, my final two papers, I, I was working, so I didn't really have time to study much. But then I used the past questions and um, the prayers of Bishop and Pastor Joshua, and by the grace of God, I, the, it came out well, and I finished, and I am a chartered accountant by the grace of God. Amen. Wow. Well, chartered accountants, they don't talk a lot of what? Uh, I think chartered accountants don't talk much. They have few words. They like numbers and papers. What a blessing. I think our next testimony will be from Lady Pastor Blossom. I was told. What a blessing. Oh, keep clapping, keep clapping. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So at the beginning of this year, um, Bishop um, advised us that we should change our offering style. That means to give more. And so I never decided to do that. So I decided that I'll not give anything less than five CDs from like the beginning of this year. One CD is not my portion. So it's boosters for me. Amen. So I decided to do that. For I mean, I was not used to then I'll put my hand in money and I'll pick and I can't, I don't know how much money I've paid. I'll put it in my bag and bring to church. I've not heard some before. So I decided to do that, not because of, I wanted to obey and not test God, but see how it works. I heard people talk about it, that same thing. So, so I started in, I think in January, January, and a lot of things have happened since then. But I realized that Things have changed for me a lot. People that I don't talk to, 
WhatsApp me, they are sending me money. I mean, I didn't even expect it. And then when people are sending people money, they will say, give some to this person. I mean, my name is Pat. I didn't understand it. But I realized that obedience changes a lot of things. So when you are told to do something, just decide to obey. And then God will bless you. Amen. People are sending people money and your name is part of that list. In the name of Jesus. Our next testimony is taken by one of the most beautiful girls in our church. Let's welcome Lady Pastor Priscilla to give us her testimony. Oh, keep clapping, keep clapping. Hallelujah. Okay, please, I just remember that I had a testimony. And it was something I was telling Kimberly yesterday. She came to visit me and I was, when I was taking her to the bus station, I was telling her not to pay attention to other people who come around and ask for help, show me where this place is or where that place is. And then I was, I told her a story of something that happened to me. But as I was telling her the story, I realized that people had told me the same things, like the same things had happened to them, but the outcome was different. And I was thinking that, I thought that I was very smart and I was, I was able to make my way through. That's why nothing happened to me, but, thinking about it, I think God was just good to me. Amen. And I was coming for midweek service one time and as I was coming out of my room, I met a guy who said that his wife was in labor and she was bleeding and he needed to meet one Auntie Maggie who <laughs> who was going to give him money to pay for the treatment. And I told him that. I don't know anybody called Auntie Maggie. Then he said, then another guy to just came was like, oh, he knows Auntie Maggie, so we should take the guy there. And I told the boy that, okay, so if he knows, then he should take the man to Auntie Maggie. He said, oh, no, I should walk with them and take them. And <clears throat> I said, okay. So I walked with them to the Auntie Maggie place. And before we got there, I said, oh, Auntie Maggie's place is here, so I should wait here with the other person so that he will go to Auntie Maggie. So as I was telling the other guy was telling me that, oh, it's a very good thing. I've helped somebody. God will bless me. And I was like, I was telling, I was like, okay, okay. So when the guy came, he said for doing this for him, he's going to give me gold. And so he brought a little bar of gold out. And then he said that this is gold, but it's not pure. So to make it pure, we need mercury water to wash the gold. I said, I don't know what this mercury water. I said, oh, if I have some dollars. I can just, there's a silver lining or something. I used to clean it. So do I have dollars? And I think I was changing money for my mother. So I had some money in my room. So I said, oh, I don't have it here. But I have it in my room. Then he said, okay, so don't have money on me right now. And I had money I was going to use to pay um, for a pledge. But I said I didn't have money. They said, okay, do I have a laptop? But the camera in there, he can use to clean the gold. I said... I have a laptop, but it's in my room. And so, okay, does my friend have... A, I was like, ah, I know that they are jewelers. When you take it to them, they'll clean the gold for you. So I can give him the address. So you take it. So they said, oh, no, these are the things that I said, okay. Then he said, okay, therefore, the last station, we should... The guy, we there are 10 poles, so we have to count the 10 poles. And at the last one, you say the Lord's Prayer three times. And then after that, the gold will be... So 
the first guy said, oh, this is good. So he gave me whatever he was holding. And then he said that he's going to do this and come back. But when he gave me his bag, I heard that, ah, this thing is paper. Then another guy said, somebody has given me something. Don't come and check whether there's anything. So when he finished, he told me that, that I should now give him my bag and my things. And then I should go and count the poles. I said, ah, no, I'll hold the bag. When I get there, I'll put the bag down and I'll say the Lord. I said, ah, can't wait, what's the meeting? like, this girl, you had two stomach. Do you go to church? That was, so when I was telling Kimberly, I got to that pass. He said, do you go to church? I'm like, yes. And then he was like, we can't work with you. Whoa. Then I just took my things and I left. So once I was telling Kimberly, I realized that maybe I wasn't just smart to read through. Because I was just, everything seemed absurd. But I think that it was just the mercies of God and probably the prayers of Daddy that has helped me. Amen. Wow. Every Auntie Maggie in your life is cancelled in the name of Jesus. Amen. Finally, let's welcome Brother Danzel to give us a song. Oh, keep clapping. Put your hands together. Everything that he's done. 
But in case you don't know, every word of God is true, and every single thing is promised, He will do it for you, cause Jesus is the answer for the world today, up in best old Jesus is the way, Jesus is the answer for the world today, above him there's no other, Jesus is the way, our Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other Jesus is the way Jesus is the answer For the world today Above him there's no other Jesus is the way Wow! Town Church, we are privileged Last week our letter began and this week I'm too excited We don't have much time So put your hands together, scream And welcome our Father Mr. Dag Hewitt-Mills Father, thanks for this opportunity We are blessed to be in your presence In Jesus' name, Amen Please be seated Ephesians chapter 1 Paul, an apostle to, of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus. Amen. Tonight I'll be sharing about the apostolic spice. To the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Because God is going to raise up apostles from our midst. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father. And from the Lord Jesus Christ. This verse tells you, tells us what you need from God. (laughs) Grace and peace. Amen. I said this verse tells you what you need from God. Grace and peace from God. Amen. Amen. Grace and peace. You need it all through your life. Do you believe it? Yes. Why would you why would you need something like grace? Why would you need something like grace? Do you remember what Jesus said when he was teaching us to pray for the Holy Spirit? He said, "If you Being evil, know how to give good gifts. How much more will the Father give you the Holy Spirit? So what he's saying is that if you are evil, 
It's not that I said that you may be evil. You being evil. Huh? That's you. And that's me. It's very sad. But it's true. Sad truth. So that's why we need grace. The more spiritual you are, the less you condemn people. Because you know that they are human beings. That's why Jesus didn't condemn the woman who was caught in adultery. He didn't condemn her. And even mature human um, institutions, you know, when they have human feelings, they don't condemn them often. And they say, it's a human institution. It's a human institution. Those are, that's the English word, word they use. It's a human institute. That's why they are failures. People steal. People lie. People do the wrong things. It's a human institution. Those are the English words that they use. In case you are looking for the English words. That's what the secular people say. That in the church, we learn from God how we are. So you need grace, and I need grace. Hebrews 4.16 Hebrews 4.16 He says, let us therefore come boldly So don't be shy Some people are shy even in front of God And I can imagine that you'll be shy Some of the thoughts that come to your mind Charlie, they are serious Like to say them before God Like this is how you feel No, it's quite serious Yes, it's quite serious So let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may find two things from God. Two things. What are you going to find from God? Mercy and you find grace to help in time of need. So back to Ephesians and don't forget to always remember that these are the things you need from God. So from for me from Today and tomorrow, I'm going to be praying a lot for grace. Lord, give me grace. Give me grace. Help me. Help me to do whatever I'm doing. Yes. If God doesn't help you, you you can't be helped. Amen. Amen. Number two. Number three. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And I believe last week I was sharing with you that your first blessings are spiritual blessings. And it's a very great thing to have a spiritual blessing. So I need you to concentrate on spiritual blessings. Seek for spiritual blessings. Amen. Verse 4. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So God has chosen you before the foundation of the world. And what has he chosen you for? That you'll be special, holy, and without blame. Verse 5. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. According to the good pleasure of his will. Now this scripture is beautiful. It says that God has destined you to be his child. That's your destiny. And that's beautiful. If I adopted any of you to be my child, 
whatever I have. You see, like I can pastor you. I can pastor, I can officiate your wedding. I can show you love. I can give you money if necessary. I can give you a phone. But if I adopt you to be my child, it has a lot more implications than just being your pastor. Yeah. Like it's quite a high thing. I would change your name to whatever Heward Mills. You get it? Anything that I have, you, are, you own it. But now, if I own something, I will not give it to you. I, I hope it doesn't sound nasty, but does it sound nasty? Yeah. Do you see? So, for God to adopt us as children is a very high thing. So he didn't just leave us as saved people, but he's adopted us. That's our destiny. So your life is marked out for greatness. A child of God. Wow. One day I went to the golf course in a certain town, not Accra. And uh, I met a caddy. And he showed me, he said that, uh, he introduced himself. He says, I am the caddy who has been adopted by your friend. And he mentioned the pastor's name. And I, I said, really? What do you mean? I said, oh, he has adopted me. And to my amazement, he was brought from that golf course in that town. Brought to Accra. He joined the pastor's children, changed his name. Everything today he's in England in, in school there. Yes, yeah. So to be adopted is, is a very great thing. Receive your great destiny of adoption in Jesus' name, according to the good pleasure of His will. That's his, what He wants. That's His wish for you is to be very great in the sense of adoption by God. Verse six. To the praise of the glory of his grace. Wherein he hath made us accepted. In the beloved. Now. The place you will find your greatest acceptance. Is the church. He has made you accepted in the beloved. Now I would just want to explain something. You know in life you will always be rejected you will experience rejection. You know, even if there's a group of three, there will always be one. My mother told me, have two children or four children. That's what my mother told me. Don't have three. Yes. Because if you have three, one will always be the outsider and one will be left out. Yeah. <laughs> No, so even in a family of three children, you find rejection from your own brothers and sisters. Yes. Because my mother herself was one of three. Yes. So she saw it. Then in school, among bad boys, you may not be as bad as 
people want you to be. That one also can lead to rejection. You're not bad enough. Huh? You're not bad enough. Among girls, there may be those who feel that we are from Wesley girls. And, and you are not from Wesley girls. Before you realize, you are feeling rejected. And among those in the so-called Wesley girls, there are those whose parents visit them. And those whose parents never come the whole term. Not even once. How many were in school? You were, not, you were never visited. Uh-huh. Many people never. There are those who have heavy chop boxes. And those whose chop boxes are full of air. <laughs> oh, they keep books in the chop box. <laughs> if you are half cast like myself, you will be rejected. Yes. Depend on what the situation is. Those who have beloveds, I don't have a beloved. You experience rejection. If everybody is an Ashanti and you are an Ewe, you, you will feel. So, ah, they are speaking their tree. If everybody is an Ewe and you are a guy or an Ashanti, you will feel it. Yes. If you go, I've been amongst pastors, everybody's from America, from whatever. So where are you from? Africa. Then they'll tell you, you know, I know, I know somebody from Kenya. Do you, do you, you know, he was in Kenya. And I said, look, Kenya is far away. We said, oh, yeah. But he's Africa. Isn't it the same Africa? <laughs> All right. And many times you feel rejected. But rejection is part of this world. If you have not yet felt rejection and rejected and not been accepted, you've not felt it, tighten your seatbelt and get ready to experience it very soon. It's part of this world. You may be a lady, everybody has a child, you've not had a child. There's so many things. There's always a way to become an odd one out. Very easy. Can be from another country. Ah, these Ghanaians, these Nigerians, these whatever. Easy. You have to be careful. Jesus Christ was rejected. You see, Moses came first. He wanted to save his people. They rejected him. He said, Go, go, go. Who are you? Who made you our master? Come on, clear from the stupid man. You've come to kill somebody. Now we are in trouble here. This was his initial response to Moses. When Moses came, he said he was coming to save. I said, Look, be serious. You, you, are you not from the palace? He had to run away. Jesus Christ came. He said, I'm your savior. I said, Savior of what type of savior? Is it not your father here? Are you not a carpenter? Nonsense. Arrest the man quickly. Stupid man. They took a belt. They beat him. They lashed him. They killed him. That was the end of Jesus. But he will come back in glory. So before you are ever fully accepted, you first have to be rejected. 
So rejection is part of this life. But amazingly, amazingly, the Bible tells us to the praise of his glory, he has made you accepted in the beloved. You know, when I became a Christian in Achimota school, it was the great, I think perhaps the overwhelming feeling that I had was that I, I, I found somewhere where I belong. So if, if you are not taking the church seriously, you don't understand the church well. The church is where really you accept because in the church, eh, the church is like the mortuary, like there are no levels. <laughs> like in the mortuary, you are, if you are dead, you are dead. I mean, that's it. Whether you are an Ewe, an Ashanti, eh, rich or poor, you are all, all die be die. <laughs> you are just dead. You are dead like a dog. And you are gone. Even though you are a rich man, poor man, you can't tell the difference. Young and old. I remember seeing somebody with his daughter, both of them, they died in an accident. Two of them. You, you, you can't, they're all the same. Lying there. You get it? So the church eh, is your greatest home of acceptance. So you have to come closer and deeper into the church. If you don't believe me, you watch life. Life is going to go on. Life is going to go on. And you are going to find more and more. You may get married and end up, your marriage will spoil. Is the church not that you will come back to? We are here. You may go and backslide and when you finish, we are here. We, we still like you. How about the church there, Charlie? Yeah, the church is there. You finish backslide, you finish doing everything. Okay, come back. We like you. God likes you. So this is where you belong. He says he has made us accepted in the beloved. The beloved. You are accepted here. In Jesus name. Do you believe it? Now this is where you must also look for acceptance. Don't look for it in a boy. So I want a boy to love you. Oh come here my chick, my sweet. Look. It's all a game. It's a game. It's a, it's a, there's a game in your eyes. Yes. Where you are really accepted. The man will be tired of you just now. He'll be tired of you. It's just a matter of time. Even as he's holding you like that, he's looking over your shoulder. He's scanning. And just now you'll be sad. Say, ah! So you have to find acceptance. In God. If you don't believe me, I'll bet with any of you. 100 CDs after church. Come. 100 CDs. You see. The church is your home. You find acceptance in the house of the Lord. How many are going to look for it in the house of the Lord? Beautiful. Amen. And verse 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. This verse, the word redemption is, means to buy. Now, you see, all of us have been bought a ticket to be here. Do you have equal, I have equal rights like you. You get what I'm saying? Like when we go on a plane. Yeah, everybody bought his ticket to come there, usually. So, it's like, hey, excuse me. 
I don't know. This is where I, this is my seat. I belong here. I belong here. I belong. I've got a seat. And you know, every plane has a seat number. They don't have 13, by the way. 1, 2, 3, 4, 12, 12, 14. They don't have 13. They're afraid of bad luck. Yeah. But you have your seat. But, seat number. Anytime I go on board, I, I look at my seat number. This is what I've paid for, to sit on this seat for 12 hours. Hey, you can't move me. No matter who you are. Yes. One day I was on a plane and there was a air hostess talking rudely in Liberia, British Airways. And I, I saw that I said, listen, behave yourself. I belong here. <laughs> I belong here. She thought I, I was not on the flight. I said, I'm not on the flight. What is your problem? No one can move you from the church. I mean, you can go to work and people can say, we don't need you. Go. That's the one place in the world you can ever be sacked. Yeah. You watch and see. You are now, some of you are now going to marry. Your marriage, your spouse can say, hey, you know something. It's enough. It's enough. Enough is enough. I can't take it anymore. And before you realize, you, you, you've lost your seat. The church. How can you lose your seat in the church? You have redemption. You have been purchased. Everybody has paid the same price to be here. That's why in our church, we in the church, we shouldn't have like rich people sit here, poor people, unimportant, you know, this country in the last corner. There. <laughs> we are all accepted. And we have all paid. Hallelujah. We have been paid for to be here by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Verse 8. Wherein he has abounded in us in all wisdom and prudence. Amen. Amen. Now, how many are going to accept? This is what God is giving to you. When you come to God, he starts to give you wisdom. He abounds to you in wisdom. A good way of thinking. A godly way of thinking. The right way of thinking. Amen. Amen. And I want you to start to really, look, search for, you know, the other day I was thinking, you know, I have really searched through books looking for things. You know, I searched through books trying to find out things. How to do things, how to make things work, how to grow, how to make the church work. I search books. People don't search books for anything. So I heard the preaching the book. I see, oh, I heard there's an exam. So prepare. It's powerful, it's powerful, it's a nice book. Hey, we are blessed with the books. He has abounded us towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Prudence talks about practical things. He's prudent. God gives us a lot of wisdom and prudence and you are supposed to receive it. Don't reject it. Don't sit down there and not receive the big wisdom God is bringing you through the books. Because the world is sick. The world is what? Sick. Sick. Most of the things in the world are deceptions. Most of the businesses, they are not working. Borrowing of money, everything by loans and deceptions. Even the currencies. A day will come, you see the currencies will not work anymore. Yeah. 
We say dollar. I say we don't know dollar. We know gold. Or we don't know dollar. We know this. You wait and see. It will happen. When you go to Europe today, the sickness is even more. God gives us wisdom. I saw the, you know, they were showing a picture of the, I see G7 summit. Is it G7? G7. The presidents and then their wives. And among the wives was a man. Do you understand? The president of Luxembourg. That's his wife. Is the man. So he's standing with the women. That these are the wives. And that is his wife. The man. Yes. That's his wife. That's Europe now. And America. No, it's serious. And you see, it comes when we reject God. But that's why I said that he has abounded toward us in wisdom. He has brought us. If you like, we can throw it out. And that's what they throw. They say God out with you. They hold him by the hair. Out, God, out. Over the wall. Come on. To the back. What is God? And it started about 300 years ago with these uh, people. The age of reason. The age of reason. We said we can reason. We can think things out for ourselves. We don't have to just believe in things. The age of reason. The age of reason. And God has been thrown out. And his word has been thrown out. His wisdom has been thrown out. And people make mockery of God until they are about to die. Or if they don't have a chance, they die without it. Go to Europe. I am half European. So I can tell you, I know it. Yeah, I'm half. <laughs> you don't want to hear that? <laughs> I have no apologies. Wow. He has abounded towards you, making you wise and practical. Do you want it or not? Or you want your own idea of everything? I want your own idea of everything. Yes. Me, as for me, I've learned to trust. You know, my my spiritual mother, Betty, she taught me. She said, look, anything I did, she asked me, what verse is that? What verse is this? was the master question. She always asked, what verse is that? Everything I do, I need a verse. I need God's wisdom. He says, the scriptures which are able to make thee wise. Second Timothy 3. He said, there's the scripture which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. The scripture is able to make you wise. Able to make you wise. Able to make you wise. How many want to be wise? The scriptures. That's why you should be reading the Bible. And my books are based on the scriptures. Read them to understand the Bible more and become wise and wise. Your parents will call you, even your parents will call you for marriage counseling. I mean, to counsel them. Yes. It will happen practically. Your parents will call you and say, counsel us, tell us so. They will say, you, look at what mommy is saying. Then you say, look at what daddy is saying. Then you say, okay, calm down, mommy, calm down, daddy. Listen, this is what you should, this is what the Bible says. That's what will happen. Scriptures make you wise. So the more of the word you are soaking in, the more you are becoming wise. And this is all that God is doing is abounding towards you in wisdom and in prudence. 
Are you going to accept it? Beautiful. And our last verse today is verse 9. It says, and having made known unto us the mystery of his will. The mystery of his will. Listen. The mystery of his will. I don't know if any of these people can sing that song. The destiny, the mystery of his will. You know, God's will is mysterious. You never planned to be here, but you are here. I never planned to be here. I didn't know I would be here. His, his will has many hidden things. When you say something is a mystery, it means you can't see it clearly. That's how the will of God is. If you think you will ever know the will of God so clearly, please go and find another God. The God we are serving, his will is mysterious. How many want another God? Or you take, keep this God? Or you keep this one like it is, isn't it? His will is mysterious. You never know who you are. You may be sitting by the person you are going to, to marry. You don't even know that. It's hidden. Years ago, I was walking through the Spanish department at Legon. And there, you know, my, my wife, I did, I, she said, when she saw me, you know, she has a website. Oh, hello. I couldn't remember her name. So I said, oh, hello. How are you? And I talked with her a little bit. I couldn't remember. And I, I went back to my room and I said, Charlie, do you remember that girl? Said, what is her name? So ah, then he re- I think we remembered. Because ah. the way she talked, as if she knows me. I mean, she remembers me, you know. I didn't even know that that was my wife. I couldn't remember her name. It was hidden from me. Mysterious. Whatever is hidden in a mystery will come out for you today in Jesus' name. Yes. So, you know why? You, you need to pray. Pray about this mysterious will of God. And when you pray about it, all the mysteries that are packaged, they start coming out. Well, let me ask you a question. And this is your homework. It's a question. Why do you think Jesus prayed for three hours in the garden? Let your will be done. I mean, is his will not going to be done? No. His will may not be done. His will may not be done. If his will will be done, why pray? For it to be done. His will may be, your, his will may be for you to have this person be your husband. You may be sitting by your husband or sitting by your wife or you may be sitting by a good man and that's the will of God for you. But it may not happen. When you get to heaven, you say, ah. I'll tell you this last story before I close. You know, there was this man who was going on a journey from America to England. And he was going from America in a ship. This was a beautiful liner, cruise liner. And he, he gathered all his savings together to pay for the journey back home. He had been there to work. So when he got on the ship, it takes like two weeks. He didn't know how he was going to eat, so he bought a box of cabin biscuits. Do they still sell cabin biscuits? It's called what? Shemima. Make me full. <laughs> Shemima. Yes, Shemima, which means make me full. So every day, but I think some of us would have bought some Gary and so on. Yes. So I think that he do cabin biscuits, but anyway, some would have got Gary. So he ate the Gary, the, the cabin biscuit throughout the day. And people were really blowing time on board, though. swimming pool table. I've been on a ship twice like that from Ghana to um, London. Yeah, in the 60s. Where were you in the 60s? 
You are in heaven. You are in the father's mind and his heart. Yeah. They were really blowing time. Table tennis, swimming, everything you want to do on board. Plus restaurants, upstairs, downstairs, different restaurants. So, when uh, England was getting in sight, one of the stewards on board said, Sir, how are you, sir? We've noticed that you've not been, you know, coming to our restaurants. And Is there any? He said, oh, no, 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 there's no problem at all. I don't have, I, I just, the truth is I don't have, I mean, I don't have enough. I don't have money for the restaurant. The steward's mouth opened. Sir, it's part of the uh, uh, trip. The, the food, all the restaurants and all the, what do you call it, it's part of the... Inclusive. It's included in the ticket. What a mistake! So he was standing and looking through. Now the restaurants have glass windows. He was standing looking at the people slicing the meat. What is that? Hey! And there was a restaurant for only pizza. Yeah, different types. He never knew this was part of God's provision for him. So you see, you may be standing next, next to your breakthrough like that too, through the glass. Charlie, how he wanted to eat meat and his stomach was dying from this uh, Shemima biscuits. Whatever is next to you that belongs to you, may God open the windows of heaven and give it to you. In Jesus' mighty name. Stand to your feet. Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. For the blessing of the mystery of your will. Bless us. Let every mysterious aspect of your will for our life be revealed. We are going home to pray, Lord. Let your will be done every day. We're going to pray. And we thank you for blessing us and making us accepted in the beloved. In Jesus' name. If you are here this morning, if not, give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift your right hand and I'll pray with you. I want to give my life to God today. Today. Pastor, help me. Pray with me. Lift your hand up high. God bless you. Lift it up high. God bless you. God bless you. Father, thank you for all those giving their life to Jesus. Thank you for your blessing in our lives today. In Jesus' name. If you've lifted your hand, come to me in the front. If you've lifted your hand, come. Come, let me pray with you. Stand right thanks for your blessing all of you lift your hand say this prayer with me say Jesus come into my heart forgive me for my sins cleanse me with the blood of Jesus please write my name in the book of life thank you father for saving me today in Jesus name amen 
We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor Journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC.